0: Sometimes the fun begins when the paved road ends. Chevy Silverado 2500 HD is made to work hard and play hard on the road or off. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com for details and experience life in HD.
1: Pavlo Brandrisky is with us. He has joined us on Chicago's Afternoon News since uh, the first day or two of the invasion. And have you talked to any friends or family members in Ukraine today, Pavlo?
0: Well, I have, uh, Lisa, and, uh, you know, first of all, I want to thank you. I want to thank Bob Surratt and uh, uh, Joseph Lindsley for continuing to keep uh, the listeners aware of what's happening in Ukraine. This is, as you said, it's, it's beyond a war. It's genocide of the Ukrainian people. That's exactly what's going on. And we've talked to people. We've got many, many refugees now living here in uh, Chicago. And uh, they uh, immediately have been online or uh, uh, messaging uh, their loved ones back home to see how they're doing. And uh, as Joseph described, this is the most uh, aggressive, indiscriminate attack since February 24th. You know, rockets and missiles were launched and and blasted uh, throughout all of Ukraine, not just in the east and the south, where the fighting has been concentrated, but in Lviv, in Western Ukraine, in Central Ukraine, and and throughout the country, and they've been attacking residential buildings, apartments, museums, universities—you know, regular uh, uh, city streets where people yeah. are just driving down to take care of business, and it's and. Uh, It it, it is not a war. Not when you attack unarmed civilians. Right. That's not
1: a war. That is not a war. And Ukraine didn't do anything to provoke this war. In fact, uh, President Zelensky of Ukraine said today that these were deliberately timed to kill people and knock out Ukraine's power grid. Um, his, His prime minister said 11 major infrastructure targets were hit in eight regions, leaving swaths of the country with no electricity, water or heat. And I think of all those kids that are in Chicago schools today that are refugees from Ukraine worried about their dads.
0: Well, absolutely. And, you know, it, it is so cynical. It's, it's beyond horrible that they're trying to create power blackouts there, heating blackouts there, and destroying residential apartment buildings so people have no place to live as the winter is approaching. What, you know, we've got beautiful fall weather right now here in Chicago, uh, but it's been cold and rainy in Ukraine now for over a month. And uh, as we get closer to winter, people need to hunker down, and they won't have those apartments to go into anymore. They won't have the heating and the uh, electric to be able to keep themselves warm and see what's going on, because uh, that's exactly what uh, Putin's uh, army is targeting, you know, where they live and and, uh, and their utilities. It's, it's, yeah. Pavlo
1: Bandrisky is a vice president of the Ukrainian Congress Committee of America, the Illinois division. How many Ukrainians do we have in Chicago, Illinois, in the Midwest?
0: Well, we had uh, about 200,000 uh, people of Ukrainian heritage living here in the state of Illinois. Most of them concentrated around uh, Chicagoland, but you know, it's it getters, uh, including downstate and so forth uh but we have uh, the biggest concentration uh, right here and now since then thousands of moms and their kids have been coming uh to to uh you know uh, join uh, people of their heritage here in uh in Chicago
1: what has to be done to put a stop to this pavlo in your mind what has to be done
0: well Clearly, Ukraine needs more sophisticated air defense systems. As uh, Joseph mentioned, at least 40 rockets were blown up before they hit ground, before they caused any damage. They need more. They need to close the sky. And the only way to do that, quite frankly, is through more sophisticated air defense systems, as well as providing additional long-range weapons. Those things are highly critical. We have to support Ukraine they denuclearized at the United States insistence we've got to do our part to uh, make sure they can defend themselves and here in Chicago I want to invite all of the listeners come down five o'clock today on Michigan Avenue at Water tower we have a big protest against Russian terrorism uh, uh, to stop Putin and uh, we would welcome everyone who could come and join us in that action.
1: All right. I encourage everybody to do that. I will be on the radio, but I will be there in spirit. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: And thank you as well, Lisa. All the best.
1: Pavlo Bandrisky, Vice President of Ukrainian Congress Committee of America. If you have a second today, look at some of the videos. People, they just captured on their cell phones while they were at a stoplight, or one is just a girl walking to school, and, and bombs are dropping around her, and then we get caught up in some (laughs) pretty insignificant things in our daily lives, and at least we're not trying to um, save our lives by jumping into a a bunker or a bomb shelter. Um, We will talk about Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day. What do you recognize it for? Um, Ron Onesti, who is the president of the Joint Civic Committee of Italian-Americans, will join us, and I hope you'll be a part of the show. 312-981-7200. Lisa Dent, WGN.